Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape the future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. On this Garlic Marketing Show, we're going to talk about how one formed SaaS built their business on case stories, but also helped one company get 300,000, uh, one nonprofit get 300,000 visitors. Uh, Chad Reed from Jawform. Chad, say hi. Hi, Ian. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to talk about, you know, the keys to finding great form software. We're going to talk about the importance of forms in general. We're going to talk about Fiona the Hippo out of Cincinnati. Uh, his absolute favorite things about case stories, why they've invested so much time and money into it, how they get extra mileage, how the unique ways that they're using it, how they've gotten co co-author co-content with places like Trello and Square using case stories. Uh, so much good content here, as well as the best form practices. All this on this garlic marketing show. It's an awesome episode, but don't forget this brought to you by videocasestory.com. If you want to shortcut it and not have to do 16 years of it, uh, like Chad, and you go try and steal Chad away from job form, you can go to videocasestory.com and hit click get started. We can help you collect your customer stories. All right, let's get started. Chad, tell me, what do you feel are the keys to choosing a great form software? <laughs> oh, man. You know, it, it's, uh, it really depends on the business, but um, ease of use and um, price sensitivity and the security and advanced features, they all kind of, they all kind of uh, play a big, a big role, but online, so, so, you know, online form software, we're still kind of uh, convincing people to, to switch from pen and paper. You know, I, I think, I think it's still not a broadly known thing that you can just to create and deploy an online form without having any uh, technical expertise. So, um, you know, we're still getting the word out and I think people are really uh, pleased to discover uh, what we have to offer, even though we've been around since 2006, believe it or not. It's so funny because I think people underestimate forms, but it's like, you've brought people all this way and everyone talks about content and they talk, it's, you know, I think about this, like Panda doc and proposals, everyone thinks about all these other things, but this is that moment that you've been going for to get someone's information and you worked so yeah. hard you do all this content and now, now you want to start the conversation and people just throw that piece away don't they completely i mean forms are so important and honestly and this is coming from a, a biased perspective i think forms are so cool they really are um and that's it's not something i really used in my work before i came to came to jot form you know i was obviously aware of, of online forms but truly i use it for everything i use it for everything in my personal life i use it if i'm you know rsvping or getting people to rsvp for a, a a cookout or you know side projects that i work on or if i'm collecting um well, I, I use it to log my my workouts i used it to collect addresses for my wedding um you know it's really a powerful tool and it's just a great way to get the exact information you need when you need it and where you need it. And it's, it's just such a, sounds like su such a simple concept, but it's incredibly powerful. And then when you apply that to businesses of any variety, you know, it's going to help you get customer information or employee feedback or 
job applicants. Um, you know, so it's mm -hmm. it's just it's so versatile. It can be used in a variety of ways, um, and when it's easy and when it's powerful, um, it just becomes such a, an invaluable tool. So um, yeah. I'm a big believer in it. You know, I know forms are not uh, a sexy topic, right? But it's um, a fundamental. It's a fundamental. It's so fundamental. Yeah, it really is, and it's, uh, it's yeah, absolutely it fundamental. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want you to tell me at the end what best practices you're seeing now because I feel forms have changed. Um, but before we get into that, I want to talk about you know, like you said, it's you have to convince people, and mm -hmm. you're using another fundamental case studies, video case stories, to convince people to use forms and use specifically JotForm. Right. Where was the point in, in JotForm where they started to do that? Because you know what, actually, I we've had JotForm on before talking about this very subject. And I think they had one or two case mm. studies a long time ago, probably six years ago. Um, and now you guys have really built into it. Why do you feel, let's just go with, why do you feel it's so important? I think you, <laughs> you kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning and, you know, online forms don't really jump off the page, right? If we, if we're going to sit there and create content about online forms, um, we're going to lose people's interest. It's, it doesn't, doesn't resonate. Mm -hmm. um, but what what is fascinating is the businesses that we choose to highlight. You know, their stories are more compelling. Their stories are far more interesting than than anything that we can do. So, you know, we we use uh, video testimonials and video case studies as an opportunity to really showcase how we're involved in their success stories. Um, and it's been really really fun project. And the first time we did it, it was 2006, and I, you know, I kind of pitched. Um, the idea to our CEO, uh, I knew a, a freelance video videographer that I, that I trusted. Um, and then we kind of set off and I was so nervous about how it was going to turn out. You know, we were taking this big leap. We, we went to this, uh, this really gritty, um, warehouse where this guy was some like welding together, uh, lifting equipment, like weightlifting equipment. And it was just such an unusual work day for us, you know, like the, we're taking such a departure from, from our day to day to, to visit this business. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, just like, okay, did we get it? Did we, you know, did the interview turn out well enough? Like, a, and I was just, I was uh, completely in a panic until the, the thing came out and I was so impressed. And, um, their story was so cool. You know, the, the guy that we interviewed was amazing. The visuals were really on point. And then our CEO of course loved it. And then that freelance videographer that, that we commissioned for that project. He's like, let's just hire him full time and and uh, and make a lot more of these. Uh, so we uh, we've kind of been on a on a chase ever since, just finding the next great great customer case study. And unfortunately, with JotForm, we have 18 million users. It's a pretty big pool from which to choose great customer mm -hmm. stories. Um, so we uh, we you know we we pick them off uh, one by one as we see great ones. I want to get to the hippo story, but I also want to ask you like how you're use how you're finding them. Right, because obviously, eighteen yeah. million users, you've you've got to be selective, but also you you want to find them. But let's talk about the hippo first. Yeah, <laughs> love hippos. I love hippos. So, so tell me about well, the Cincinnati Zoo has a hippo. Tell us a little bit about that, and then how did you how did you find the Cincinnati Zoo as a client? Yeah, so the Cincinnati Zoo has a new baby hippo named Fritz. Um, adorable. Highly recommend uh, you give him a follow on on social media. Um, check out his videos as well. Uh, so Fritz was was born in the summer in you know 2022 here. Um, I should take a step back. I'm a Cincinnati native. 
I, uh, I always keep an eye on all things sort of Cincinnati. And I had a, um, I had knowledge that the Cincinnati Zoo was a JotForm user for, for years. Um, I was just as a point of pride, I kind of looked at the major businesses uh, within the city of Cincinnati and um, just kind of like stored that little nugget of information away that the Cincinnati Zoo was a, was a JotForm user. Uh, but flash forward to this past summer, um, they, uh, they started making national news all over the place, um, in CNN and, uh, NPR, um, and, you know, good morning America, um, actually revealed the name announcement, but, you know, that's kind of how, kind of how big of a deal it was. Uh, but they were using JotForm to collect, uh, name suggestions, uh, for their new baby hippo. Um, and then that's what caught my attention. And then they, once they narrowed it down to two final choices, uh, Ferguson or Fritz, they had another jot form that they were using um, as a poll, you know, where people can vote on one or the other. Uh, so we played an integral part in their journey to name this uh, adorable hippo. And they collected over 300,000 um, responses, you know, either via name suggestion or or vote to to get to that, that final result. So um, obviously I was just, you know, uh, over the moon by, uh, by that and uh, reached out and um, wanted to see if they were open to us, uh, you know, filming them and, and getting their, their story and, and they've been JotForm fans for a long time. So, um, yeah, just a prime example of, you know, they are, a, a baby hippo is just way more fascinating than anything that is going to come out of my <laughs> mouth. Uh, so, you know, that was, uh, that was something that we, you know, we, we, we love that type of, of story, obviously. And they're not, not every customer is going to have a celebrity hippo. Um, you know, and that's, that's pretty rare, but, uh, very, very cool for us. I should say also the importance of new baby Fritz, um, is, is, a is important because he had an older celebrity hippo sister, Fiona, who's now five years old. Um, and many of your listeners might, might actually know who Fiona is uh, big time success, uh, you know, <laughs> millions of impressions online. Um, so that, that was kind of how the, uh, the story was framed, you know, Fiona has a new baby brother, my, you know, votes and, you know, this is zoo is looking for name naming suggestions. Uh, so we, yeah, we jumped all over it. Um, and so, yeah. And why was it critical that they used a form versus sending an email versus getting a like on social media? Yeah. I mean, I, I think from their perspective, it was a way that they can get the information that they needed where they needed it and where they could sort it. And, you know, if that's all coming in an email, it's going to be completely unwieldy and very, very difficult to manage, very, very difficult to, to sort through, um, to find any trends, to spot anything that that's, uh, that's useful social media, kind of the same thing. Right. Um, so yeah, with a form, it, it really gave them a chance to, um, yeah, get exactly what they needed and then sort of in the, in the place where, the people that were reviewing it could access it all collectively. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think it, I think they were, they were talking at kind of, um, you know, they moved it into a spreadsheet where was it was really able to, to map around the information. And, you know, even though it was hundreds of thousands that they were able to, to sift through and, and make some educated decisions. You know, you get 300,000 likes on social media. I think this is a big thing. You get 300,000. It's funny because I literally was just talking to someone about this on their YouTube channel because I was doing a YouTube channel audit. And I'm like, you have zero links to any forms on your YouTube channel. Mm. Like, you know, I'm like, that's great. You have a ton of viewers, 
but they that one time view you might get a subscriber you might not but collecting that information like getting a, you know getting a viral video lasts for so long but 300,000 names that's yeah. marketing gold isn't it totally right not to ride on their coattails but we we knew we needed to be a part of that um you know and then that was that was a, a opportunity we we didn't want to miss so we, we did uh partner with them in the naming of or the announcement of Fritz too you know because uh, nice. when they were announcing that to the world we wanted we wanted to make sure that uh um see what we could do to uh have it be our friends at drop farm <laughs> you know powered this uh this announcement and we're, we're pleased to announce um Fritz so that was really exciting for us to that they were open to that um you know we kind of worked on a creative solution and uh so it turned into more than just a standard um pitch to to participate in a case study we, we kind of got a little bit more mileage out of it i love that i love that and, and like it and smart because you can you identify those opportunities you get the mileage out of it and also now you but you also have something to show people for a long long time don't you mm -hmm. completely yeah it's, it's it, yeah. yeah yeah and uh we think with something like this too you know sort of a very very distant secondary goal but um, you know, people are going to look online for, for Fritz, they will. Um, and if, uh, if it's anything like his older sister, they'll be looking for, for months, if, if not years down the road. So if we have, um, a great video kind of highlighting their story, um, you know, that's going to draw more, more eyeballs to, to jot form too. um, you know, just from a, from an SEO value standpoint, um, for, for the long haul. So, um, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're hoping, we're hoping it pays off, but fun experience all, all around. And we mentioned something before the show too, that I think is critical that people forget about these types of stories. Like you could write a thousand blog posts and you probably wouldn't inspire your team at all. No offense, but yeah. not that you're not the best writer in the world, but, <laughs> uh, but I mean, your team was excited about this too, wasn't, weren't they? Yeah. I was going to mention that too. There is a, there is a team morale component of that. And uh, yeah, they were, they were completely psyched. Um, you know, our, one of our, our recruiter even uh, bought like a little stuffed hippo for the office. And, uh, you know, it was very, it was very cool. Um, you know, I think when people can kind of connect with a user story or get excited about a user story, um, they can kind of see what they're doing from a job perspective as more than just their job. You know, it's, it's helping, it's actually helping someone. It's helping someone's bottom line. It's helping a nonprofit's bottom line. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that can, that can really be a big motivation. And um, yeah, it's keep, kept me motivated too. I've been at Joplin for eight years. My favorite thing, my absolutely favorite thing is uh, diving into user stories and um, seeing how people are using us. And and it really puts in perspective, you know, if I angst over an email or something like that, like, oh, okay, that's why I'm doing it. Right. Like there's, there's a, uh, there's something bigger at play. I love that. I love it. Cause that, and that's the difference I think too, this is where I always tell people the difference between testimonials and stories, right? If, if the Cincinnati Zoo said, oh, we love job form, it's great. That's great. But if you're mm -hmm. telling the story of how you helped the zoo and all and how excited they were and how you transformed and got them, you know, help their nonprofits, it's exciting for a team. Because like you said, we all have bad days. And so yeah. I feel go over there and go, oh, we're actually doing something good here. Completely. <laughs> yeah, completely. Um, yeah. It, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and that's an interesting distinction too. And one thing that we we really put an emphasis on in our whenever we're doing a video case study is we dedicate a lot of the time 
to not talk to asking them questions not related to job form. You know, we almost give them a full minute in any case study of just talking about their business, like what got them started, what 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 keeps them going, like what what's what's what makes them different. Um, and then we kind of eases into, oh, by the way, we use job form. It's a, you know, it's a big help to us, but we we almost never lead with that because it, again, it's not the interesting part of it. So oh. we it is really about a story, and we love these stories, and we want to. We want to tell them just as much as we want to tell our own story, you know? Yeah, of course. And and it gives people a chance to connect to that person telling that story. Because I see that so much in like testimonials. It's like, oh, I love Jotform. Bill W, XYZ company. I'm like, what is XYZ company? Who's Bill W? Right. Why should I care about him? But you give them a couple minutes talking about the zoo and, and who they are. Now we're connecting to the person. Yeah, completely, completely. That's super smart. It's great. And it, and and it gives a good feeling to the person giving the story too, that they're not, you know, that they're being promoted as well. Um, and, and you've done that. And I love that you've committed so much time to this, but also you're doing it across industries. How, how are you being intentional with that and, and, and be going across industries? Do you focus and say, hey, I want to go across industry and figure out this mm-hmm. industry or you or is it just like whatever pops up? Um, you know, a little bit of both. Yeah. And I, I think there are kind of three major criteria that we're lo- we look for in any case study um, or check boxes, I should say. Some of them will check multiple, some, you know, some might just check one. But first and foremost is the company interesting. In the Cincinnati Zoo's case, there's a big interest story there, right? Um, but generally speaking, you know, uh, not that there's any, anything wrong with it, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't fly across the country for, you know, a, an accounting firm. Um, um, it, maybe we will one day. It'll, <laughs> <laughs> um, but generally speaking, you know, it's, it, is there a story to tell, um, that we think is going to be interesting from a, from a video standpoint, from a blog standpoint. Um, the second one is kind of along the same lines, but a little bit different, but is there a visual element for video that that's going to really pop? Um, so I mentioned, you know, going to like the welding shop before, where we got some great uh, B-roll. We've gone to bourbon distilleries where we got amazing footage. The Cincinnati Zoo, we're going to have amazing footage. Um, you know, we've we've gone on location to really amazing spots where it just kind of uh, shined in itself in Key West or uh, uh, Seattle or, um, you know, uh, I don't know. We, we've, we kind of have that as like another... another it, uh, I, I've got to stop you here. Sorry, Chad. Are you sure this is... Jot forms or Chad Reed's, you know, travel bucket list. <laughs> I know, right? That sounds so bad. I'm, I'm gonna go get yeah. some bourbon. I'm gonna go do some <laughs> welding. I'm, I, I need to go back to the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, by the way, I'm going to Key West. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time I, I used to get so nervous about sending like the proposal emails. Like, I think we need to go to this one, the Key West one. Interestingly, I didn't realize that they were in Key West. I just knew that they said something about Florida and their. Um, their LinkedIn, which is a lovely place, obviously, you know, um, to visit on its own. I had no idea it was Key West, but they were, uh, they were a no, they were best-selling author. Um, and they were using, uh, uh, using Jotform and, and I reached out to them pretty blindly. And then they followed up that it was Key West. And I was like, well, we made it this far. We might as well go. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've, uh, you know, just by chance seen some pretty remarkable, um, places through these, uh, 
through these visits. Um, but that's not usually the the main the main aim in uh, in going. But good catch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know the 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 content creator in me is now thinking like I mean we need like a a like a meta version with just Chad, like you presenting it to the, like, Oh yeah, here, here comes Chad again. Where are we going this time, Chad? And then yeah. like the, the end of the video is like, Oh, you know, we're just, we're, we're choosing now Chad. And like, then you end up going to the accounting firm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, so now you're collecting these videos. How many, how many um, case studies have you, have you all done? I think we're north of 30 at this point, um, which is kind of a lot. You know, this is these are on-site case studies where where we no. you know, left the office for the day. Like I said, in, in many cases, we we traveled to see them, um, and then you know we we put some production some production value into them, uh, and then for the blog that you know some that we uh, maybe didn't have the time for, or maybe just, you know, weren't quite worth the investment in video. We have probably another 30. I mean, we customer stories in general, pretty big, um, you know, pretty big part of our, our marketing program at, at Jotform. But uh, yeah, from a video standpoint, at least, at least 30 at this point, and, uh, you know, looking to continue to grow. It might, it might even be closer to 40. I'm not sure. It's quite a few. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, but they're great content. They're mm -hmm. great for SEO. Yeah, uh, obviously great on YouTube, great on across all the platforms. Um, what are some of the unique ways that you're repurposing, reusing these case studies, these videos? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, first and foremost, you know, as soon as we get them, we always try to highlight them in our in our newsletter. Uh, monthly newsletter goes out to close to five million wow um, email subscribers at this point. So. Um, and that's honestly, that's a bit of a hook to get someone to participate, right? Uh, it's like, hey, we're going to tell your story. We're not just going to focus on us. And it's going to send to millions of, of email addresses. Like, are you interested? This is going to be a good promotional opportunity for you too. And that, that usually helps quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just great, an opportunity to get eyeballs on those. Um, then they publish in our blog right off the bat. Really strong ones. Um, we'll uh, we'll kind of create a landing landing page for them. Um, or, you know, as we segment our, uh, our user base for various campaigns, we'll, we always have them in our back pocket. You know, they're pretty evergreen. Yeah. A good case study is going to be evergreen. Uh, so we're going to be able to use it years down the, down the road. So if we have a really great healthcare one, um, we can include that in, um, campaign healthcare campaigns, uh, whether it's via YouTube or, um, AdWords and we're redirecting to a healthcare focused landing page or, you know, whatever. Um, and I would say the other one that we've we've gotten creative with, you know, Jotform being a form provider, we're mm -hmm. in some ways only as strong as our integrations, our direct integrations. Because for the most part, you know, people aren't looking for forms; they're looking for the information and where that information gets sent to. Uh, so we have really, really strong integrations. Well, sometimes that kind of comes out in their customer stories where they're they're talking about how we, you know, one in particular. Um, was loved what they created using Jotform and Trello, you know, the Kanban project management software. Um, so Trello was really excited about that too. So, you know, we uh, we worked on a co-marketing agreement with them and they were promoting it just as we were promoting it. You know, they were writing it on their blog or promoting it on, on social media. So it was kind of a good way to amplify um, some of this content. And we did the same thing with uh, some other partners. Square is a, no a notable one. We did a uh, you know, Square Payments. Um, we had a great customer story that 
loved how they were using both Square and JotForm to collect bill payments through a bill payment form. Um, and then Square put that all over the place. And that was in a, as a part of their paid advertising campaign that was on their um, health, their own healthcare page. You know, So the, the, there was this content that we created once, but it was getting repurposed, not just by JotForm, but some of our partner companies. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's kind of the great thing. And you know, because like I was saying, they're, they're, they are evergreen content. Um, they're going to be useful a year later. You can kind of find other ways to, to, uh, use them effectively. Yeah. And it's a great way. I mean, because otherwise Square and Trello might promote some content for you, maybe not, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's that, like you said, that's evergreen content that they can use over and over again. For sure. And, and it, it, I mean, tell them, talk about standing out in their marketplace. It, it makes it a lot, I mean, you really can stand out in those, your partner's marketplaces. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That's a, that's a great way to be using it. And I think you mentioned something really quickly, but I think it's absolutely critical because you listen to your customer stories to see those other opportunities of places to market, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it comes out in the, in the interview itself or, you know, something will kind of um, maybe that wasn't even spoken of in the, the uh, screening of this user, or there's something that really, really pops and we'll, we'll use that as a way to, to focus in on that. Or, um, you know, if they're most of the time, if, if someone's a really heavy job form user there, there's not one form, there's, there's many forms. So we're, there's all sorts of learning when, you know, when we're having these discussions with them. Um, and yeah, a lot of that does turn into ideas for additional ideas to promote them. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so how are you using JotForm to collect and screen? And like you said, all these stories of 18 million users. Yeah. I mean, the process of, of finding the right case study is, is a very manual one. Uh, uh, you know, as we use JotForm for it, we always have a, um, a form kind of attached to the bottom of any, any case study, whether it's on YouTube or in our blog. Um, for our own users, if they want to be highlighted to, to kind of fill out a request form, you know, not all of them are jump out as, as great opportunities for us to, to, uh, send the video team to, but they're, they always at least get a follow-up response and that might be good for, for the blog or something like that for one of our content writers. Um, but actually sourcing them is, is kind of a real gritty manual process of, you know, we'll send the data team. Um, you know, I, I, I will, I'll go back to like your, your other question too, of like, some of the criteria, but the, the final criteria that I don't think I mentioned was, uh, does it solve a problem that we're trying to specifically market or an mm-hmm. industry that we're very trying to specifically target in those cases? Um, you know, we'll ask for a list of nonprofit users or ones that are using, um, jot form for donations or for volunteer applications or something mm-hmm. like that, or summer camps. We've, we've, uh, we've had that request before. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> We get in a you know we get a spreadsheet list and we're literally going through one by one and and kind of like you, you learn you learn to make it quick over over time but what's jumping out is a good story like are they a heavy user how many forms do they have where are they based what does the organization do you can kind of glean a lot of these things in just you know three minutes of of quick research um, so yeah. we we just highlight the ones uh, and make a short list you know and then we we uh, we start reaching out and we we have probably a I'd say 50%, maybe, maybe up to 60, 70% success rate once we reach out. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, at that point, again, we always lead with, 
we're, we're going to promote you too, right? Like this is, yeah. we're getting, we're getting eyeballs on, on what you're doing. We love what you're doing. We love how you're using job form. Um, and we've been very fortunate that, uh, at that rate, if they're using us heavily, they like us. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, we're not getting anyone that's like, oh, we hate job form. Well, then why are you a paid customer? <laughs> it would be unusual. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but it's, it's very manual. Um, you know, sometimes we'll do it geographically based if we, uh, you know, if, we're, if we know we're going to Cincinnati to highlight the zoo, we'll, we'll ask the data team to pull a list of Cincinnati-based customers so we can just kind of pour through and see if there's another one that we can tack on while we're while we're on the trip. Super smart. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it still just takes rolling the sleeves up and 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 digging at the the user profiles, and it's it, it has to be done one by one. But I think it's I think it's the best way. Yeah, and, and I mean, and obviously, if you've been doing it for years, it's a good return on investment. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially I will say, you know, Jotform is moving um up market. You know, we we have more and more of an enterprise-based clientele and that they are exceedingly focused on testimonials in a way that um our standard, you know, price plan, subscription price plan um customers were not. So um that will of course uh usher in the need to get like bigger and bigger case study um participants in, in the future but um it's also you know something that we're going to see a lot of roi on and our our sales um really see the value in that too so mm-hmm. yeah it's good all around yeah i mean it's it's they're the most powerful piece out there but like i said like forms they're fundamentals and i think you know that's how you win games and you win is by focusing on the fundamentals it's not sexy and it's not the latest ad hack but it, you've consistently done it and you consistently built and now you're so far ahead of probably of all your competition. It's really hard for anyone to even think of catching up. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I will say one final reason why we, um, I should have mentioned this earlier, but case studies were, were valuable to us too, because we were, um, we started out as a Turkish based company, a Turkish based company that, uh, for eight years existed without any formalized marketing. And then in 2014, we opened our marketing office. I was one of the first uh, hires for that and we've built it out to be much larger today. But our users were very US-based. So we needed some way to sort of tell the story of US-based users um, and, and case studies were, were such a profoundly effective way to do that. You know. Um, and without without uh without a doubt, we kind of planted our flag here. And one of the best ways to do that is to tell um, you know, US based user stories. So I love talking about video case stories. I mean, it's my favorite thing to talk <laughs> about. Uh, but you know, let's talk tactics. What are you seeing working? Now you're looking across all these. Mm-hmm. How how are forms changing? Because it seems like something like, oh, let me just throw up names, blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking about it all the time. Like, do I put first name? Do I put last name? What do I put next to it? What do I put yeah. around it? Where do I put it? How, you know, how does it look on mobile? Because this is that, that's that point of friction that doing that right could literally double or triple your results. And, really. so, and so what, you know, how are they changing? What are you seeing different? What are some of the trends you're seeing? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny in some ways form, like good form practices haven't changed a lot. You know, I think what was great 10 years ago is still probably good today. And, and a lot of those tenants are, um, you know, not overcomplicating your form, which so many businesses are guilty of doing. You know, don't ask questions that that you don't need the answer to ask or, or yeah, 
don't ask the things that you want, ask the things that you need, especially anything that's customer facing or, um, you know, prospect facing, I should say, um, design aesthetics. And this is something where, um, you can, that there is some more modernization because you have the ability to make a form look exactly like your brand, whether you're sending it as a standalone link or you're embedding it on your website, you know, branding matters, even if it's just cleaning up the font to match the font in your website, um, adding a logo, making sure like the color, the, you know, colors are exactly matching your brands, a small step, right. But, uh, one that a five minute investment is going to build trust because people don't trust something that looks, uh, disjointed or, you know, not, not similar to, uh, what they're, what they're expecting, right. They don't, you don't want to ask them or have them ask any questions about what they're, what they're getting into. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think anything that you can do to make it conversational is always great. I always think the submit button is, is a great place to just add a little bit of personality, um, and let people or tell people exactly what they're submitting. You know, I think the default for any form software as it is with JotForm is just submit, but that's always uh, text that you can edit. Right. So maybe instead of, uh, submit it's download my ebook or, um, you know, submit or like send my donation or donate now or whatever it is, right? Like, but being specific to, uh, to what you're doing, I think kind of reinforces what, what it's all about. And, and, uh, you know, customers like that. So a little, you know, little things, uh, little best practices are, are going to go a long way. I'm, it's hard to say where forms are going to go. I can tell you with, with JotForm, um, we're going to continue to work on the, the user experience, not only from the creation standpoint, but from the experience of filling it out. Um, you know, we want, we want our users to be able to get high conversion rates too. You know, it's, a, it's important. It's a win-win for, for everyone involved. You know, uh, and I, th I think that's, you know, user experience, I think is a super important part from both sides, but if the software doesn't, isn't easy for the form creator to make, then they yeah. don't do the things that you just said and they don't make forms and they don't share them and they don't want to share them because it's a pain in the butt. And they think, Oh my God, but you're collecting all this data. I love having our forms. I can go in there and be like, let me go find all this data. I need to find the answers to this. And, and I, I'm looking in job form right now. And it's just so simple. It's so clean. I love it because like I've, I've used software. It's like, Oh my God, this is going to be like, I get daunted. And then I'm like, Oh, let yeah. me go do something else. Um, that's fantastic. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, we'll go to jotform.com. Uh, we'll put a link uh, to, you know, this will be coming out in a few weeks. So we'll put a link to the case story and we'll put a link to their, their all their case studies on the page so you can go take a look at it. Where do you guys really showcase these? Where should we put a link to? YouTube? Is that your best place? Yeah, I'd say YouTube's best story or, you know, best uh, best place for that. Um, they're all over our, our blog, but yeah, from a consolidated, consolidated, uh, consolidated standpoint, um, yeah, YouTube's the best spot. Awesome. Awesome. We'll put links to all that. And Chad, if someone wants to follow you on your marketing journey, where should we put a link to? Oh, I guess my LinkedIn is uh, probably probably the best best place to start. Um, again, I'm also my author profile on, on the blog. Um, really easy way to to get a hold of me. And that's just at dropform.com slash blog. And then um, <laughs> one of the one of the Chad Reed stories on there. But yeah, otherwise LinkedIn's LinkedIn's perfect. Yeah. And then, and you can follow, I guess it's after the fact, you'll get to see all the cool places that Chad gets to go to, to, to <laughs> <Yeah>. customer stories. <laughs> Don't let out my secret. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic, Chad. Thank you so much for being on the garlic marketing show. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks, Ian. And thank you for taking Chad and I on your journey. Make sure to go check out JotForm, check out all their amazing video case stories. It's been Ian Garlic. 
and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.